Hi, and welcome to the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. I'm your co-host, Bethany. I'm your co-host, Elisa. And I'm your co-host, Anna. We are three young women who are passionate to see God worshipped among all the nations. Our goal is not to tell you what you should and should not do or believe, but we invite you to journey with us as we discover God's heart for the nations. We hope you join us on this journey. Hello and welcome to the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. Today, we have the pleasure of having our special guest, Phoebe. Thank you so much for joining us today, Phoebe. You're welcome. Yeah. So happy to be here. All right. Well, when you go to a coffee shop, what is your go-to order and why? So I am kind of picky about my coffee. So sometimes I, I make them make me something that they don't really have on the menu. But a lot of places have something called the Spanish latte, which has sweetened condensed milk, but I don't like the cinnamon on it. And so I ask for a sweetened condensed milk latte, but then I add caramel syrup. And the reason for that is, um, which I can get into later, but I spent six weeks in Vietnam one time, and that is where I actually learned to like coffee, and they put sweetened condensed milk in their coffee. So I really like really sweet and strong coffee. Mm, that sounds so I should good. try that. Oh, it's so yummy. Sounds really good. <laughs> um yeah so our first question I guess besides the icebreaker question is what does missions look like in your context yeah so I actually grew up as a missionary kid so I've kind of observed um, missions throughout my whole life I lived in Asia for 10 years and my family is now in Germany um and and So I've gotten to see a lot of different kinds of missions, but specifically in what I've um, gotten to participate in, I think the biggest experience I had was after high school, I did a um, YWAM discipleship training school and got to um, do an outreach overseas for um, two and a half months. So that's where I spent time in Vietnam and Malaysia. And um, that was just really neat in seeing how much missions could be about discipleship and um, relationship where what I had seen my parents doing was more... um, language development and things like that. And so I saw that, yeah, I just really enjoy missions in getting to, yeah, just really share the gospel with people who've never heard it um, in that way. I think that makes sense. <laughs> wow. wow. That's really, really cool. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, so like, do you have a funny story that happened to you while you were overseas? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So actually when I was in Vietnam, I was just thinking about this memory. Um, today, we spent some time um, in a village outside of the capital, and um, we were staying at a, like, kind of a a safe house, kind of, or a rehab facility, I guess, for some men who had been in gangs or um, things like that, but it was around the holidays, and so it was, like, this place for them to, um, yeah, just be safe and and get um, rehabilitated, and we we're staying with them. And it was also led by a pastor. And I don't even know why this happened exactly, but they had this coffee machine (laughs) and it was broken apparently. And so this one day, the wife of the pastor was like, we need your whole team to come into town with us to fix the coffee machine. And we were like, okay, I don't really understand what's happening. (laughs) And so um, we got on motorcycles and the wife of the pastor was on the front of the motorcycle. And then the giant coffee machine was in between us. And then I was on the very end of the motorcycle 
in the back and we were just like riding through town and I was like holding on to the, the coffee machine and it just like made me laugh that we were just riding through the country um yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man gotta protect that coffee machine yeah, yeah. it did get fixed so that was it was a happy end to the story oh, way to go. <laughs> Yay. oh man nice yeah so what have relational dynamics looked like in your context hmm. um yeah i think that with my family it's been really cool um just having been through so much of like traveling a lot um, and just being all over, um, getting to build relationship with my family, like they're a really safe um, place for me. And um, I think we've had to learn how to, in various situations, how to get along and how to argue well and how to um, have fun together well. Sometimes ministry can um, just be really intense. And so I really appreciate the way my parents have prioritized like also making life fun and good and like um making space for joy um and I think with friends and stuff relationally um it's been cool getting to see how relationships have looked different and a lot of the other friends I have are also missionary kids but then making friends with people who haven't grown up overseas and getting to figure out okay oh I'm learning which cultural things I've picked up from other countries and where I'm not American and having to learn how in relationship that um kind of goes together and getting to just um, really observe how we can both bring our best selves to a relationship rather than just saying, oh, well, they're too different than me, so I won't be friends. So um, yeah, I think in that way, college has taught me a lot about um, friendship like that. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. That's really, really cool. Um, yeah, so I guess our next question is, what does the idea of home mean to you? Mm. That is a tough one. <laughs> As a missionary kid, I know that, um, yeah, people ask me this all the time. And I know that when I say home, or when I say I'm going home, I mean Germany. Um, and then people are like, well, that doesn't make sense because you weren't even born there and you weren't, you're, that's not your passport country. Um, but I think the thing is, like, I lived there from age 10 till like now, my, my family is still there. And so, I think home really to me means somewhere that um, that really holds your heart and, and is somewhere where you're really comfortable and familiar. And um, I call lots of places my home. Sometimes I'm like, well, I'm going home to my apartment and like, but things where, um, where I feel safe to come back to. And um, especially I think where relationships are really um, safe and good. And so when I think of home, I think of being in Germany with my family. Like, I think I would still think of my town like as home if my family wasn't there, but it definitely has a shift in the people who are there. And I think the reason that Viola has also become home is because of the people that I've met and the relationships I've built here. So I think home doesn't have to mean the place that you spent the most time. It doesn't have to mean the place where your parents are from. It doesn't have to mean anything except, um, yeah, where you really feel comfortable and like you can just really be yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes me think of like, yeah, I like how you describe home as somewhere we can feel comfortable and be ourselves. Mm -hmm. I imagine that makes me imagine how it will be like when we are home mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can just imagine home 
in heaven being yeah where everyone can feel at home in the same place yeah yeah that's so good so what is one way you saw god work in your life through your time overseas Mm -hmm. yeah i think i have been so um, blessed to grow up overseas and to get to travel a lot and see lots of different things and so i think that I really appreciate how God has given me that experience to have perspective of people from so many different backgrounds. I think living up, living overseas has given me a really broad perspective of people and helped me to be more empathetic. And so even in coming to the States and having to figure out like, oh, how do I relate to like Americans who actually lived in America? Uh, Like it's helped me to think, okay, well, I, I've met people that I don't understand before and I, I can still seek ways to see from their perspective. I don't have to fully understand someone to care about them. Um, and so I think I really, yeah, just have seen God work in my life in giving me opportunities to see things overseas so that he can um, give me eyes to love his children better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I love what you're saying about like, you don't have to fully understand someone to like care about them. I just love that in the context of missions too, because so many times we'll like be overseas or just working with people who are unfamiliar, like to our background. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they can feel scary, but I love that. Yeah, you just like don't have to understand someone to fully care about them. Yeah. And I think it's cool. It can go both ways. Like when we go overseas in missions, like we don't have to think, oh, like I need to fully explain myself for them to love me back. Like a lot of times people really care and want to be in relationship. And so they don't have to fully understand us before they love us back in relationship. And that can be even a strength in missions to say, Hey, I'm just like bringing myself with humility. Like I want to be open with you. And I also want to learn from you. And I think in missions, when we do that, um, it can make people more open to caring about us because we're not pretending like we know everything about them and we're not trying to force ourselves on them. Mm-hmm. yeah it like reminds me of one thing that I've heard it's like when we're vulnerable it actually like um encourages others to be vulnerable mm-hmm. too and so yeah I really really like what you talked about like especially in relationship building I think it's really really important so yeah yeah mm-hmm. well I mean thank you so much for sharing um from your experience that was really cool to listen to but before we um pray together to close this episode is there anything else that you wanted to add or anything else you wanted to talk about yeah um I know I kind of went a little quick through those questions but I really love just like your guys's perspective on even I think I want to say that I've been inspired by um hearing the way you guys are empowering people young people to actually take steps into missions like I feel like I have an advantage of having seen missions happen growing up, but then it's still the difficulty of, okay, well, I'm now independent in college. Like I need to figure out my steps into missions in the future. And so just, um, yeah, just an encouragement that we can do things as young people and we can care about missions and um, our experiences, no matter how far away from where we lived growing up or not, those are all valuable things that God has shaped in order to take us the next step. Um, I think sometimes I jump too far ahead. I'm like, well, I don't know where God is going to take me in the next like 20 steps until I realize, okay, like if I know I care about missions and God wants me in this path, like 
the next thing is just the next step. It doesn't have to be something complicated. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. It's really a posture of surrender and waiting for mm. God's leading and God's leading. Yeah. All right, should we pray? Uh, yeah. Okay. God, just thank you so much for this time that we get um, to hear from Phoebe and just her experiences growing up as a missionary kid. God, thank you so much for, yeah, just the wisdom that she's shared with us today and just for her example for us of um, just building relationships with the people around her. God, I just pray that you would continue to bless her time um, at Biola and all the friendships that um, she has there as well. God, I just also thank you that home is also where you are. Um, and God, that we can feel at home wherever you have us because God, um, our security is in you and that um, my God, we can just be so firmly rooted in you. And I just pray for all of us, God, that wherever you have us, um, even for our listeners who are um, listening to this episode, that God, we can rest assured that we are at home because Lord, you are with us. And so God, I just thank you again for this time. And it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.